Welcome, <laughs> welcome world to 801 Horror Occult. We have a special guest and missing a special guest today. <laughs> Tis I, Kira Antipan. Who's MIA? Marcy. Because she likes to party in Mexico. So she is in Mexico again, you know, for her yearly Mexico visit. Probably going to get diarrhea because she drank the water. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> but... In lieu of missing her, we have Phantom of the Tracks. Boo. <laughs> Boo. I guess you are a phantom. You know, kind of a phantom. Yeah. <laughs> it's not every day that I have to pull in one of the other hosts and then take their place to maintain the phantom balance. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. You, you also sound like a disapproving ghost. <laughs> I'm very judgmental today. <laughs> I'm judgmental every day. So, disapproving Phantom of the Tracks. What are we talking about? The Lost Roads Mines in dun, Utah. Dun, dun, dun. So, have you guys heard of it? But the Lost... Neither did we. <laughs> yeah, no. I was lost when I found out this was also lost. But now we're found, except but, for it is not. I was going to say, but the gold has not been found. Although, if it was and we may or may not have we would not say <laughs> and that's true because we could but, be dead if we or, or we'd probably have to turn it over that'd oh, yeah. be a sad day yeah and you know also i'd feel someone would murder us that definitely a possibility like the people <laughs> that win the lottery and then like they get killed I would definitely have some, like, of those lawyers or something, except money on my behalf. Because, you know, you have to usually go and get a picture or something when you win it. Not necessarily. Some have gone um, MIA, or not MIA, but anonymous, and then later on they can choose to. Oh, I thought she didn't have, like, a, because I know there's, like, lawyers or groups that will, you know, do that for you. But I thought you had to show your picture. I don't think so, because that's a safety oh. hazard. Yeah, but I you still see that all like over Powerball and that, you know? <laughs> that's true. Well, that's because most people are like, hell yeah, look at all this money. Yeah, I that's just true, because you're just like, man, I've got more money than most people will ever have, even rich people. <laughs> and then they're like, suck it. <laughs> yeah, then... I'd be like the opposite. I'm like, no, I'm already a phantom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already a phantom. You're going to need twice that amount of money to find me. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way, I suppose. I just don't think you could really trust anyone once you have that kind of money. Nope. I mean, you could trust me. I won't care. <laughs> I'll just be like, that's cool. Quit rubbing it in my face. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, let's smell this stack of cash I have. No, because what if it was smell in a truck? Smell it. What if there's some cocaine residual? <laughs> and glitter. Yeah, I, there's cocaine, glitter, and swass all over those bills. Nobody wants to smell that. You're definitely living up the, the winds. <laughs> yeah. It's swassy time. If it's in the stripper's crack, it's probably swass. I don't want the scrunt. <laughs> That's a sticker for your car. If it's in the stripper's ass, it's swass. It's Nothing but class here at 801 Horror Occult. Indeed. So, yeah. 
So, you know, we figured we'd give a break from the dark and dreary ness of last episode where all the moms murder their children to finding if there's even some gold here in the mountains up here in Utah. Yep. And because Phantom's here, you know that it has to do with Mormons. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of getting, what is that, typecast? (laughs) (laughs) You really are. You're getting typecast, typecast, typecast. (laughs) So, the lost Rhodes Gold Mine in Utah. How did you find out about it, Antipans? I found out about it by, you know, doing my research. Oh, how dare you break protocol. (laughs) Hey, I do research (laughs) in all of these. I never said it was very well. Okay. But I have done research. I'm watching a lot of Charlotte O'Brien and she always says, do your research. <laughs> so she's like, she is my coach to do my research. Mm. And she's also a redhead and I love her. See, I'm not scared of all redheads, just most of them. Or ones that aren't coaching you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not scared of you, but you are a carrot. You're not yeah. a redhead. You're a carrot. Was it you called me a daywalker? Or You're something? a daywalker. Yes. <laughs> so is Charlotte. She is also a daywalker. You guys are normie redheads that I'm okay with. Got you. Anyways, I had found the subject when I was looking up um, ideas to do for this summer and just like mm-hmm. in general get a roster going. Because mm-hmm. we were just winging it for a while because I hadn't sat down and actually thought of shit. <laughs> Yeah. So it popped up. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought it would be interesting because there are two major lost treasure things known in Utah that aren't Mm -hmm. very well known, obviously, because we didn't know about this one. But so there's the Rhodes Gold Mine, which is in northern Utah. Then what we'll cover at some point later on in southern Utah is the gold of, is it? Montezuma, Montezuma, or Montez- like yeah, whatever that is. But yeah, so that'll be part two. So we're getting the north and the south. But, but we won't we're in Skinwalker territory. Skinwalkers. For this episode. We just really love Skinwalkers, apparently. <laughs> or just all our topics happen in northern Utah. That's because crazy, <laughs> more crazy shit does happen up north. <laughs> we haven't finished the, uh, what is it, that whole perimeter between like Ogden to Salt Lake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that alone terrifying. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it, it does make sense. That's kind of the route people came into Utah from. Yeah, it is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very true. And, you know, all the supernatural calls to us in northern mm-hmm. Utah. Southern also, Utah. Also, a lot theaters. more, what is it? habitable places too so it's very true and it's prettier up north (laughs) (laughs) that's true and you have more water yeah (laughs) we have more water even though we do have ogden up here it's still prettier it's terrifying no one go there just kidding (laughs) but it's still prettier than southern i mean i do like the palm trees though they're like the tiny Mm -hmm. fox the (laughs) foxtail palm trees whatever they're called I don't know, but I always want to cut one down and bring it up here because I really like palm trees. <laughs> yeah, they're so, pretty cool. Yeah, going to Vegas or California, I just want to cut down one of those really giant palm trees and take it with me. Mm-hmm. Which is not 
logical because you couldn't tie it to the top of a car or bring it on a plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, this takes up the whole plane. I don't care. Get my palm tree home. Strap it to the top and just fly. <laughs> Could you imagine being air traffic control seeing that? <laughs> They'd be like, what the hell? Kira must be getting another palm tree again. <laughs> it becomes a thing. It, it, it will. With if your lottery winnings. Totally. You know, but no one will know I won the lottery. Yeah, they'll just follow they the will. palm trees. <laughs> palm trees. It's going to give me away, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you should have thought of that. <laughs> well, I just really like palm trees. <laughs> Growing up in a world of pine trees, you... That's you, true. You really like the other pea tree. <laughs> the palm the other tree. Pea. <laughs> I want the other pea, not the pea I grew up with. <laughs> I want the deserty pea, not the mountain pea. Although some of those pine cones, they can produce crazy in size. As big as our heads, because our head is the same <laughs> size, because we got big ass heads. They're truly like size of like coconuts. <laughs> A coconut. Like before, before you get it, like you, before you remove all the casing, and you <laughs> yeah. get just that little one we see in the store, but like the whole thing that kill people when they fall. <laughs> well, that just like how high up they are, that alone, because you can kill people mm -hmm. with a nickel dropping it from a building. All right, I guess we should, <laughs> we've bantered <laughs> enough. All right, everyone. So where is this lost Rhodes Gold mine? Sounds like I'm saying Rose Gold, but it's not. So, Monsieur Phantom, mm -hmm. give us a little filler. What right. did you find for this history of this craziness that we just recently discovered? So the name is, which I found weird spellings. Like there was the spelling that you gave me for Rhodes. Uh -huh. Then how a lot of these places spell it. <laughs> yeah. So I like how in some of the articles it had all the variations of spelling Rhodes. <laughs> it's like in this website that I'll be using for the history. Um, they have a picture of it where it says Thomas Rhodes of the main guy and it spelled with an ed at the end and then in the same um in the biography section they have thomas rhodes but just spelled r-h-o-a-d-s and the same thing it's like wow i'd at least follow the old picture <laughs> so all these minds are based around a guy named thomas rhodes who was a really early early convert to mormonism around 1834 and he led the first expedition of Mormon settlers to Northern California in May of 1846. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> oh, South Park. Okay, so in October of the same year of 1846, they um, started a settlement near Sutter's Fort along, I think it's the Consumes River, where Thomas Rhodes then went to work for and became a friend of John Augustus Suttle. Now, that is a Western That's name. still in uh, California, or are we yes. back in Utah? Okay. We're in Sacramento. Yeah, isn't that they went past, uh, around the same route as the Donner Party? And they're actually some of the people I would went imagine back to help find the... Um, I Search didn't party. find any of that info. That's cool. If you I did. That. Yeah, that's why I was like asking well, where... Feel free. So, well, yeah. I'll do this part, and then you can chime in there. So yeah, he uh, he led the the first Mormon expedition to California. They went through the Sacramento Valley. They 
settled along the Consumes River at Sutter's Fort, and he became friends with John Augustus Sutter, the most Western name I've read so far, <laughs> and <laughs> who was famous for the discovery of gold at a mill site. And much of Rhodes's early fortune came from mining the gold around that valley. So what did you find out about their journey there? So um, when they were headed to California, um, they basically went pretty much the, the same route, but they were, I can't remember if it was a few months ahead or what, but they were a little bit ahead of the Donner Reed party. So they didn't get trapped in the snow? Nope. <laughs> and they were also smart because the Donner Reed could have prevented that tragedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were ill-prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in I all mean, regards. Very true. So... Um, they were a little ahead, and then the Donnery party mass like incident happened, and some of the people that actually were in the party ahead, you know, for this story, mm -hmm. uh, went back for, as a part of that search party to go find the Donnery party. So mm -hmm. that's a fun little tidbit there. Could you imagine going back to help them and seeing that? <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, and at that time, you don't have any desensitizations from, like, movies and stuff. That would be weird. Although I think with that skill, it might not matter unless you're just messed up. That's very true. Either way, it's like, <laughs> yeah, Yeah, that, that's truly a horror movie. Also, in this uh, on this website, which is uh, utahtreasures.net, and they have a, a little snippet from a Deseret News article published in July 2nd of 1996, where they put in 1852, Thomas Rhodes was commissioned by President Young, or, you know, um, Brigham Young, for those who aren't familiar with it, to um, salvage hidden gold known to the Ute Indians, Chief uh, Wakara, which is, threw me off because it's spelled like Walker, <laughs> yeah. but pronounced Wakara. I knew it was Wakara because uh, that's where mom's uh, phoresis is. Oh, on Wakara oh, Drive. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't know exactly, because otherwise yeah. I'd be like, how the hell? Because we know I don't <laughs> say names right ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. So Chief Wakara, who had been baptized to be a member of the church, which that's kind of a unique uh, step <laughs> in beliefs, uh, uh, reported. From the youth tribe, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep reportedly agreed to reveal the location of gold as long as it was used exclusively to benefit the church. Well, that's a, that's a convert right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the sites Give of the mines. Yeah. The sites of the mines were called, now I can't even pronounce this, so I'll just give the English translation roughly. The mine was basically, there dwells the great spirit. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to massacre that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw that one. I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. And like, I tried to um, look it in those pronunciation things that Google has, but they didn't have Ute. So, yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not even going to try. I'm not going to say something that, you know, so yeah. I think it's kind of dumb that they don't have Ute in there, though. Did they yeah. have other tribes in there? Mm, I don't know. And that's the other problem with those. They'll just like lump any. Yeah. kind of like search result they could have in any language so but chances are when you come to a lot of like native languages and stuff or even more obscured not as popularly documented that gets a lot more hard to find yeah 
Thomas recounts Indians had no particular interest in gold beyond their basic needs and harbored old um, resentments against Spanish overlords who had mined the metals at the expense of their race. So that was an interesting quote from there. I think it's just really, really, really messed up that they're basically doing, like, just give me more gold because you don't know what it means, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Spanish were really into gold and <laughs> uh -huh. really willing to massacre entire areas for it. And you want to know why. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> I know it's Spanish Inquisition, but Monty Python just. just even reading that, that's what I thought. I'm like, the Inquisition only kind of has to do with it as a comparison for later if True. you go with the Danites, but which we'll get into but, later. But we are literally talking about Catholic Spanish, so yeah, would eventually, if they had to, send them out. Very true. If they survived the trip. <laughs> Unless they go Donner Party on their own yeah. houses mm. as well. Yep. Mosquitoes kind of were our kryptonite <laughs> coming here. Malaria. We don't get malaria we, here. No. <laughs> West Nile virus. Of course, the, I don't know if we've always had a risk of that or if that's more recent. I believe that was I more of a more recent. early 2000s kind of thing. Yeah, because of mosquitoes from other places. But we yes. were prepared. We had chicken noodle soup and Sprite. Wasn't that what was South, South Park's cure? <laughs> 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 I don't remember. It's something ridiculous. <laughs> this is a South Park reference episode, everybody. A deep cut on that one. And then, of course, there was, what was it, when they rubbed SARS on blankets and gave them out that Uh-huh. Wow. I like Completely their... as messed up as using smallpox. <laughs> I mean, they're not that far off. <laughs> oh, they're I wouldn't hard. put it past those white people. To do anything like that shit. We're still uh, doing it to people. I mean, that's just anyone, though. Chemical warfare works. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. And I but mean, I'm like, talking about what happened back in the day. Yeah, and if this particular one, that's definitely the case. <laughs> yeah. Because we did not care. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, Wakara's conditions were that only one person at a time knew where the mines were. And that they would have, um, they would provide like a surveillance to be consistent so that they could make sure that only one person could just carry as much gold as they could on their person carry out. And if you were to um, violate that, there was a death penalty that was to be executed immediately. I know. If, that's so crazy. If the secret got out beyond the chosen person. Indeed. I so thought that then, was pretty badass. I was like, yeah, "Whoa, that is pretty hardcore." That 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 was when I was like, "Okay, I'm invested in finding out more about this legend." Uh huh. <laughs> and so President Young demanded in turn that Wakara, whose loyalties were unknown or were known to be chancy, take an oath upon the Book of Mormon to hold up his end of the bark. So it's legit. Yeah, <laughs> and then according to the a family account of Gail R. Rhodes. A grandson, Thomas made a number of trips into the mountains or with an Indian guy. The gold supposedly was from mines abandoned by Spanish entrepreneurs who were in the territory before the night or the 1776 Dominguez Escalante exploration that you learn a whole lot about when you live in Spanish Fork. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they're like idols there because <laughs> that whole city existed 
because they stopped through it. <laughs> <laughs> and they brought Spanish utensils. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, uh, then not too far away, there's American utensils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <there you> go. <laughs> Spanish fork versus American fork. Mm-hmm. White. <laughs> <laughs> Finish them. (laughs) So each uh, trip that Rhodes took took roughly two weeks. And the first load of gold, the family records say, weighed about 62 pounds. So he got his uh, workout in. Uh, The Desert News, which is a publication here, frequently reported his comings and goings without details regarding gold, if any, which would make sense if they have the pact. (laughs) In the summer of 1855, Thomas had a severe illness and his son Caleb signed the oath and took over the job of recovering the gold. When Thomas was well again, father and son took several trips together. Hey, at least he had company <laughs> until he died late in late um, 1855. The Rhodes records say that the statue of the angel Moroni on top of the um, temple, Salt Lake, was inlaid with gold from these findings, which I don't know if that one was the case, but that sounds interesting. I know when I read that, I thought that was interesting. And also like, why are they just using them for their gold just because they don't know the value of the gold or allegedly don't know the value well, of the gold? Well, you also got to remember, he was giving it to them so, because he was a new convert. But yeah, instead of just being the yellow rock to them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess I should finish reading it too. But it was also um, that some of the trimmings inside the temple were from this gold also. And then in December of 1855, Rhodes obtained a land grant from the territorial legislation for a huge area today known as the Camas Valley. Good old Camas. Camas. <laughs> the land grant included the Camas Valley, originally named the Rhodes Valley, which would make sense. And this is the part when I was doing my research, I had to laugh. The drainages between the upper Weber River and the Upper Provo River. And when I was thinking that, I just thought back to the, all the underground tunnels from the episode, previous episode. <laughs> so now we know, you know, these are entry points. <laughs> oh, they're in cahoots with the mole people and the secret tunnels. And just all those other groups. That's true. The and now, but we have people. one more, one oh, more yeah. layer now. Oh, the no. gold. Oh, no. <laughs> The gold, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we can uh, we can post a map of the overall um, territory in this Camas area if we want. Um, yeah, but it, um, the borders are from the northern boundary um, follows the Weber River right up to Mirror Lake, and then down the Duchesne River to where it turns into the Iron Mine Creek across soapstone and down to woodland on the south side so that's a pretty big place i was was trying to find i don't know if you found like the actual like square miles or however big it was but i didn't find anything i didn't even look on that part (laughs) i only did some of my research yeah (laughs) (laughs) and well i mean in all fairness a lot of the things you do find because there's a lot that pops up but it's all just the exact same things. Yeah, so true. <laughs> then according to this website, Rhodes um, first came to the valley in 1859 with about 20 other Mormons, including W.O. Anderson. Now that sounds like a wrestler name. <laughs> W.O. <laughs> John Turnbow, or Turnbow, John Simpson, Morgan Lewis, Daniel Lewis, 
that sounds like they have their own Lewis party going on. <laughs> and here is a very Mormon name, Alma Williams. Mm -hmm. We have <laughs> some Almas Williams. in our family. <laughs> yeah. Richard uh, Ramirez. Bernabo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Night Stalker is involved. Richard Pungburn. Pungburn. John Lambert. So we got some Highlanders going on. Yes. And their families. There can the be group. <laughs> The group clustered together into a fort near a spring on the east side of the valley for the first several years. The log fort was 16 feet high, and the fort walls um, formed the back of the houses. Have you ever seen those kind of um, log fort um, house things they used to set up there to ward off attacks by the natives? They're kind of interesting looking. In Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if I have in person, but in the Red Dead games, yes. They're kind of interesting, but they're like really tall, so you can have the high ground. Yeah. But like they use like massive trees, so it's really hard to get into. But at the same time, they're really susceptible to you can't get out easy. So when you're being you're overrun. Yeah, and or you can they, unleash termites. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> ultimate law. The termites. <laughs> termites. They're in it for the long haul, but they're in it. <laughs> well, so we'll just come back in 40, 30 years <laughs> and then just punch our way through. Yep. <laughs> so before the group vacated the fort, um, 32 families had been living in it. A log building in the fort center was used at the schoolhouse, meeting house, amusement hall. And a city government, or a center of the government, which it pretty much seemed like its own little city. According to more of the family writings, the, the father of Thomas Rhodes and Caleb, um, they worked all the gold mines on this land area that they had. And they also found a lot of black mi minerals in the area, or coal, that became part of the church's mining properties. Caleb reportedly became the largest tithing payer and one of the most generous members of the church in his, what is that, almsgiving? Many eyewitnesses said that they had seen his gold at various times. After Bakara's um, death, his brother, now I don't know how to say this all the way, Arapan, is that right? What is it? A-R-A-P-E-E-N. Is it Arapan? Sure. <laughs> yeah, took over the youth leadership and continued to allow Caleb Rhodes to harvest gold from the tribe's secret stash. But when Arpin's um, successor, Chief Tabby, <laughs> took over, he denied access. Which, I mean, it should have been denied a while ago. <laughs> yeah. So Caleb made several um, covert trips after the uh, he was denied access to the site after this, his family records report. He also petitioned the U.S. government for a land lease and agreed to pay the national debt in exchange. Like he a was, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was frustrated in part by the Utah representative to Congress, George Q. Cannon. That's a pretty cool name. Who said Rhodes was only an ignorant prospector and not capable of handling a hundred million deal, dollar deal. That's a lot of money even back then. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's a lot of money back then. In the end, the petition was denied and the federal government eventually catered or chartered 
uh, other companies to mine in the Uintas. Government-paid geologists scouted the area and reportedly found many Spanish artifacts, smelter ruins, and other signs of ancient mining. Like but the they, Spanish Inquisition, Inquisition. tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody the, expects us. The comfy Spanish. chair. <laughs> the comf- always going to have the comfy chair if you're in the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a reoccurring theme in the show. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Monty Python. Yep. But these uh, geologists never found the fabled Rhodes mine. Well, and I, the audacity this bitch has to like go to the government and be like, "Hey, I want this land when it's not even our land." Well, I mean, he made a lot of money doing that stuff. So you I mean, if that's all you know, you know, yeah, you'd be like, "Hey." Yeah, but why would you ask them? They say no, and then you try and go above them when you know it's not even the government's land. I was going to say, they don't actually, I don't think, would have been able to do anything but send in, like, some military thing. They aren't going to do that. That's true. Not for alleged things, unless they truly know. Especially if they just think you're an ignorant prospector. Which he is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That wouldn't be wrong. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So that is the backstory, the origin of this fabled lost treasure in all these mines. Yeah, so, all right, my turn. Tag, you're in. Tag, I'm going to go a little bit more ridiculous route. You know, well, some of it has truth, but okay. So to give a little, little, uh, more history in a different direction. So the earliest mention of Utes from was from a Spanish Spanish governor, uh, Luis de Rosa in Santa Fe, who reported uh, the capture of 80 Utacas, which I'm guessing are Utes. Uh, they were forced into labor workshops. According to the legend, at the same time, many Utes were taken. So I guess it's different. So youths were taken as slaves to work in mines for silver and gold. So in the Uintas for the Spanish, uh, in so this happened in the Uintas for the Spanish captors. So lovely Spanish invaders came and forced the youths to go work in the mines in the U- Uintas. Nice! That so, would explain why Wakara was pretty pissed at them. Uh-huh. And loathed the gold. Absolutely. So I'm probably that's where he learned the accounts, but I read something on later that I'll get into it. It's a little suspicious Mr. Ocar over here. Okay. So the former account um is according to historical records, so that did happen. Legitsy. Mm-hmm. Legitsy. So the latter is according to journals written by pioneer re- pioneers reaccounting what Chief Wakara had told Mormons about his people's history. So and apparently um, Chief Wakara spoke Spanish, English, and Ute, which you kind of have to if you're dealing with the Spanish. Dude, he's a smart dude. He can speak all those languages. I barely speak English. I can speak yeah. other languages, but one language is hard enough. <laughs> yeah. He's a self-taught mofo. Cool you, dude. So, and this is, this is coming from utahstories.com. Um so archaeologists needed to visit and carbon date smelters, which that were found in the Uintas, to see if they predated the Mormon pioneers. Uh, but there was no such archeological research 
um, that has been abducted, conducted. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's very limited research is done on Chief Lucar, so we don't really know a whole lot about him besides this, what we're telling you, because most websites that we have found are this. <laughs> well, um, just in general. In general, yeah. That just wasn't a documented time, but especially for natives. Yeah, so that just gives you a little history of the Spanish and the Utes um, for the mining and stuff. Um, it's still alleged. There's some historians for the LDS Church that are saying that the story is true, that Chief Lucar did do the, um, yeah, one person may take this gold thing, but then others, and there's not a whole lot of history, which I'll get into, or not history, but a lot of um, evidence that they could even find the mines or anything. Mm -hmm. So it's all a mystery. Did Chief Lucara take them to this supposed gold mine or did he not and it's just fun lore <laughs> and then if you want to get into the whole mormon side of it uh the same person who was like oh no it's real <laughs> he's also <laughs> found in his research that rhodes was a danite and a danite which we have talked about before didn't we yeah yeah was it in the mormons and the masons episode that and uh, it, it's come it's up a in a few, few of them too yeah, that, that everyone was the that you're one. in. Because <laughs> yeah. you're the Mormons. Fella. Yeah. Or like that last one um, we recorded. Oh, uh, that's that the, you, yeah, some people call them like the Mormon Mafia, but they were just like secret security. Yeah, yeah, that's what they pretty much were just beefcakes that pushed people around. They but were yeah. the Spanish Inquisition. It, in it, that's exactly what I was going to get to is like they were the Mormon version of the Spanish Inquisition. So I want to see them in a street fight. <laughs> um, you know, the Spanish Inquisition, because nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition versus the Danites, the Mormon Mafia. <laughs> they would have to be some pretty bad dudes because a lot of the Mormons then at this part of time were... Like I mean, they were they left because the you know yeah because there, there was a, no they left because there was an execution order by the United States on so like they're already uh -huh. like kind of pissed off and willing to protect so even um, Bakara giving them gold could make sense to kind of have them around and protect too you know that yeah that's what I was gonna get into there is some gotcha. um, some reasoning behind that is that uh, he may not have. Known whether he did or not know the value of the gold, they just called it mm -hmm. you know, the gold rocks or yellow rocks, I should say. Um, as to why he did this, was um, some of them were speculating that well, maybe it's because if they're around, some people say that it's just the land would get used with farming and whatnot, with people setting up and mm -hmm. whatnot, but others are like, well, they could protect them against. Yeah. the outsiders more or less because they're like well they took us in and this is our land so hell no <laughs> and to put it also into perspective after you know the the government kind of stopped beefing with the mormons they actually then recruited them to help fight wars in like texas and stuff so they were like some bad dudes yeah <laughs> and no, so if you're a danite like and you're like it's kind of like you're an extra bad, you know. Uh -huh. If 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 everything's to be believed about, you know, fact and fiction, you know. 
Absolutely. And it says here that the Danites were given very special missions to gather intelligence and report directly to the church authorities. Mm -hmm. So you know there's a fish from the get-go. True. And Thomas Rhodes did live at the base of the Uintas for 30 years. And I think another thing people should know is like, this wasn't a part of the United States for a lot of this stuff. So it was truly like the Wild a whole West. different. <laughs> yeah, it was not part of the East colonies and that so it was truly like anything could happen too but like the united states didn't have any legal bearings around most of these places yep so yeah um it was like all residents with the ancestry in the camas valley claimed that both thomas rhodes and his son caleb were mining in the mountains they're like nope they were in there in the mountains i don't know why they talk like that but apparently in camas valley i'll talk like that so if you're listening, people in Camas Valley, <laughs> please send me an audio message. I don't want to hear if you talk like oh, that. Oh, I got to hear that. <laughs> I'll be like, it does exist. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So most people that live near Roseville um, definitely believe in, well, and the backside of the inches believe that the lost roads mine is true and whatnot. And they say it's dangerous to go find the gold there. They know people that have disappeared. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so the backside of the Uintas is, Uintas is a full mystery. Apparently backpackers um, need to begin in white rocks on tribal grounds. This is where you can start to go look for the treasure. Um, and it's a place that hikers don't frequently go because... Like, do you have to, like, sneak in, or is it, like, you actually can go on those? Well, it's on tribal land. If you go any tribal land, you have to get permission to go. Yeah. So, and it's got, like, also has thousands of acres of untamed wilderness. That's oh, yeah, absolutely. Untouched. So, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you have all that there because you have wildlife. You have territory that you're unaware of. What if you get lost there? Then you can get eaten by a bear, a bobcat, a cougar, insects. You could die yeah. from numerous this, things by falling. Or and these areas, for all the listeners, this is very mountainy and very what you think of a foresty ah, yeah. area. Yeah, it's This isn't like Ashley. cleared rain. No, this is dense stuff. So Yeah, this the, is an Ashley National Forest, which goes into the Rockies, right? Yeah. It starts the, like on the outer skirts of it because the Rockies is... Some of us, but then mostly in like Colorado and goes up through all the other states ahead of us. Yeah, the elements are definitely against yeah. you there. Yeah, and Bigfoot, and then and there's skinwalkers. Skinwalkers, and then there's aliens, and then there's dogmen and goatmen, and there's water babies, and there's also like the um. There's another thing up. Bootlakers, really cool. all kinds of stuff. I would moonshiners, <laughs> you know, as far as cannibal hillbillies, regular hillbillies, medium-sized hillbillies, big ones, small ones, some as big as pocket size. <laughs> There's like piranhas. No, I'm just kidding. Piranhas, <laughs> clowns. <laughs> True. <laughs> everyone, everyone that you don't want to run into are in those untouched. <laughs> Um, mountains. So, <laughs> anyways, so yeah, no trespassing. So like hunters, explorers, all the lost gold enthusiasts. Yeah. Which this makes me want to start looking. Don't go there. Does. 
Unless you have permission, don't just be a jabroni and walk on there. For one, yeah. you can, you'll get arrested from the tribal police. Um, yeah. So, so uh, they have determined that it's east of Fort Duchesne in White Rocks, which is where you start. So White Rocks Creek is the place where millions of dollars of gold lies abandoned. Mine shafts and caverns, allegedly. Uh, left there by the Aztec Empire and Spanish explorers. Spanish explorers. And um, that's like really old too, so I wouldn't even trust those caves. <laughs> exactly. It's not dangerous. It's not it's not safe. It's not dangerous. Just go in there. Walk right in. And it says blood has likely been spilled here. <laughs> uh, uh, so this fella who did this little article is also he was on a reservation ten years ago working on a story about youth education when um he asked a student about a name Davy, and if he frequented the high Uinta wilderness, and he replied, "Don't go up there." From and he was like, um, "We don't go up there. We heard there is a group of Indian warriors living in the old way with teepees, bows, and arrows, and they're protecting the golden temple in the rocks." Um, that sounds cool. And the serious manner of how this nineteen-year-old youth spoke to this guy who did the article was like, it said, it chilled on my spine. He's like, the quote-unquote myth that, I don't know why he said Indians, but natives are dressed like warriors protecting golden temples surrounding, or sounded like a nice opening for an Indiana Jones sequel. Which goes with your picture that's on our Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of cool there alone. Like, they won't even go up there because they're afraid of, like, um, the natives and the old way. Like, that would be freaky. Mm -hmm. Well, that's also like in Hawaii, they have like beaches where they don't want people to go because they're like protected by like their ancestors and that. Yeah. There's some crazy stories there. You should just be respectful anyways, because don't be a jabroni. Just don't do it. It's pointless. Yeah. So this, it's, it's not found clearly, but (laughs) I found a thing where this is some of the stuff they think might be in aside from like spanish gold and whatnot mm-hmm. so a bob campbell explained that the book of mormon was translated from golden plates two-thirds of it were sealed so that mr joe smith our lovely joe smith couldn't translate it <laughs> couldn't or was this all bullshit um supposedly the he had to earn the right to <laughs> translate it well he didn't because it wasn't yeah. yes <laughs> So supposedly the last uh, Rhodes mine contains those plates from the Book of Mormon. Oh, interesting. And the sword of Laban or Laban, which I looked that up. So this is what that is for people Mm -hmm. who like me who did not know what the sword of Laban is. Um, So that's from the Book of Mormon record where um, Nephi, some major dude in the our Book of Mormon thingy. He's um, like the majorist. Okay, so he's the major character. <laughs> so he informs us that it's a weapon with the hilt of quote-unquote pure gold and the workmanship um, there was exceedingly fine. Also, the blade, therefore, was of the most precious steel. That's what the Sword of Laban is. Okay, so it's also said because of Chief Wakara. Um, being Ute, and so, you know, in that whole 
Uinta's direction and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the Rhodes Mine story, they think that it could be in the Uintas or the Ute Reservation in the vicinity of the Auray? Auray? So it's somewhere over there. Mm-hmm. So so you have it where, what was it I said earlier? Somewhere over yonder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where you start at the White Rocks and go that way. And I don't know if Oray is like same area. I did not look that up. But. Mm. So basically, it's either here or there, but no one has been able to find it. So they've tried to do like, you know, all the hunters and whatnot, but no yeah. one, and archaeologists stuff, no one can find any evidence that these mines existed that we know of. <laughs> like, if someone found it, they are not saying. I wonder if anyone has used like modern technology where you know you can bounce signals uh, off of like the land nowadays, but those are expensive. But that's what they're doing on Skinwalker Ranch. Why don't they just go over a tiny bit because it's real close and then just use it (laughs) over there? We know it's close, we know it. Yeah, that'd be interesting, but then again, you know, yeah, leave it alone too. Yeah, and I also think like it's more people don't want to actually ruin any yeah. potential of the myth or anything you know because i mean the lore is fun it's a pretty good story and treasure hunting is a fun activity in reason mm-hmm. <laughs> be reasonable people so don't just go on reservation territory without no. permission don't do that don't ruin the beautiful nature around to try and find this treasure and if you find it, we would like a cut of the proceeds. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we brought this to your attention. The least you can do is give me like 20 bucks. <laughs> I'm not asking for much. I don't know how much you want, Phantom, but I'm cool with 20 bucks. Yeah, that yeah. works. <laughs> you know, it's enough to give me a coffee. <laughs> and probably just a coffee because I get expensive coffees. <laughs> but that is my whole meal. <laughs> We call it the groomer's food. The <laughs> groomer's food. Yeah, because sometimes we don't have time to eat. We just get a, a frap or some carb-loaded coffee, and that's our food for the day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I I don't know. I just found it interesting. Like, no one's been able to find it. There's no evidence, but there is that. There's evidence of Chief Wakara mm-hmm. and whatnot. But And I know that in the, the Native culture everything's more tight-lipped and they don't always talk about things so is that a circumstance where it's just that where you know it's not mentioned they don't want to talk about it anyone finding it might not tell you period especially back then and that so i think that also helps (laughs) because there's a high probability that it could have but then like why would you like say you know especially then because you know like you still got to transport stuff and you don't want to bring attention yeah and you'd want to like steer people away so what if it's not even there and they put it somewhere else that's what i would think because that's how like most things are is like well Mm -hmm, sucker mm -hmm. you think that but it's not it was a ruse the whole time (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I, i could see people have just probably eluded it even before it became a big thing you know yeah, kind of like what they did with the Egyptian tombs and stuff. Yeah. Same people that made them waited till they sealed them up and then just went back in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just 
creepy though. <laughs> it's so creepy. Like, ah, I don't care if I'm on the bar. Scary. So if you, what would you take to go on um if you were gonna go on a treasure hunt for this lost gold mine? Mm-hmm. What would you take with you? Pick two people, four tools, and what would you take to solely drink and eat? To drink and eat? I yeah. don't know on that one. <laughs> I would be more concerned about dehydration, so it would have to be something like that. Because that's always what you hear about. It's the main cause in these kind of areas, you know. Like oh, yeah. They dehydrated. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I would definitely probably take a, some survival, like, geologists and stuff. But, like... So you have two people you can take. Do you want to take both geologists or just one? Probably, oh, can I take two? Just someone who is, like, a geologist but specializes in, like, foresty areas, you know? Ah. <laughs> uh, like so a then, forest ranger? <laughs> No, no, geologist. I, I would take forest rangers. You, well, you definitely <laughs> want something like that, but like specifically someone who would understand, like if like we some land had overgrown or something of a cave or something, but also let you know, like, well, we gotta be careful here. <laughs> yeah, because we're entering this kind of animals thing or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think that would be the main reason why people don't come back. <laughs> yeah that kind of stuff i wonder how many people actually tried and really didn't come back or I bet it's quite just a, few. a part of the lore because i i bet it's both but i, I bet a lot of people stable. have and got in over their head and uh-huh. got lost and who knows you know or eaten yeah or both <laughs> or even just fell and yeah. could never do it or they or they went at a bad time of year because lots of snow oh yeah or you and, know cannibals took them or you're trespassing and maybe you rub people the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. There's so many options. Yeah. Really okay, is. so you take geologists, you take for your liquid, you would take some kind of like uh electrolyte thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'd probably take some kind of, you know, strong arm guy or something to be the muscle. Well, you only get two people, so. Yeah. Uh, a beefcake geologist? <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm thinking like uh, someone who is willing to like protect you and, you know, if you're getting ambushed, fight okay. back. <laughs> so one geologist and one beefcake security <laughs> guy. Okay. And then you have your electrolytes. What food are you taking? And four objects. Probably something that doesn't need to be cooked much. <laughs> yeah. But foodless, hmm. I really don't know on that. What is be funny? Astronaut food. <laughs> I mean, that would be sustainable. <laughs> yeah. And if you accidentally like well, put too also, much pressure, it'll be powder. <laughs> also, I wouldn't want to take like a whole lot of stuff that requires like cooking and that just because if you find a bunch of this stuff, uh-huh. you might not have a lot of things to carry it back with you. Yeah, you don't want to light a fire either because you don't want to give people an indication where you're at. It's true. Okay. Four items. Then four items. Like just any kind? Any kind. It could be a water balloon. It could be a crane. I definitely want some kind of uh, first aid kit. First aid kit, okay. Rope. Rope, that's smart because you're dealing with the mountains. Yep, and then... um. Uh, I forgot what exactly are, but they're like uh, shaped um, demolition things. So you can like 
burl out things and make really big holes and stuff for excavating in that. Oh, I have no but, idea. That's called the excavating thingy. <laughs> yeah, well, they're explosive, but they're shaped oh, they're to, to maximize um, direction and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But also, if you're getting attacked by stuff, boom. <laughs> it's true. People, animals, Bigfoot, you know, aliens. And, and then I would definitely, let's see that. Yeah, stop one more. I would definitely want some kind of like video feed that's connected to some kind of satellite or something, kind of internet thing so you can, people could find you. So satellite thingy? <laughs> well, satellite like a, phone or? Yeah, like a satellite phone, but it's specifically like video linked, you know. A video satellite phone. Yeah. <laughs> a phone. <Yeah. laughs> All right. So that way you don't become the lost one, or at least they could follow you until you have a battery go out. That makes sense. You know who I'd pick? Hmm. Chuck Norris? (laughs) No, but that's a good idea. (laughs) No, I'm going to go with Bruce Campbell because he's funny. (laughs) I'm going to go with... He uh, does have it. Yeah. Jason Momoa because he's got the the muscles and he's pretty. (laughs) And (laughs) he can control the water. Yeah. Yeah, if you know, so if there's like water shit, I'd be like, go for it, Aquaman. And he'll be Mm -hmm. like, okay. And then when he's not doing that, he can just hug me. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) So the what I'm also going to bring electrolytes. Yeah. Because that I feel is better than coffee. (laughs) In that situation, yeah. (laughs) And then for food, I'm going to take the flaming hot um, Cool Ranch Doritos because, yes, I'm. Frequently eating them, not really, but I'm eating them a lot. And mm-hmm. then, so my four people. Oh, see, I got food. That's drink. like four people. Yeah. You said two. Four things. Four plus <laughs> for for my four objects. I'm going to bring a um a first aid kit, mm-hmm. a pickaxe, um, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna. Um, do the Wonder Woman lasso of truth. <laughs> so we I both can... thought about rope. Yours was just a better idea. Yeah, because then but my you know... digging was a better idea with shaped <laughs> yeah. explosions. Yeah, I can like interrogate people. <laughs> yeah, true. You and... could just find out where it is. Exactly, and then Smart. I can use the lasso to pull it out if I need to for the rope reasons. You know, Indeed. it's multi-tool that Wonder Woman has brought upon the world. Thank yeah. you, Wonder Woman. And then my fourth one, I feel I will need my lipstick because I gotta look pretty. <laughs> I was I was thinking like it's gonna be probably like some makeup kit or something. It's true. That's but then I, but then I was like, no, that would take up too much space. I almost wanted to say a llama because I love llamas, but they can them and alpacas are for that kind of a region of the world yeah but they might give me away plus i want to look pretty <laughs> yeah lipstick. but they can attack they can kick in multi-directions it's, it's a straight and their back. spit is not yeah. fun but they're vicious too yeah but they're also loyal so it's not a bad idea well alpacas are nice it's the llamas <laughs> that are the dicks well, yeah, and i, I was like thinking the llamas. About llamas yeah you know i like all the dicks that's what i like all right so who like if you think the mind will ever be found, do you think it'll be found by some rich nerd guy that has all the tech money? Or do you think it'll be think by the government? 
knives. I think it'd probably be like a Dead Sea Scroll thing where just a random person finds it and then probably, you know, like goes and has whatever they find checked out. And then it would be a big, they'd have like a whole bunch of people like universities and it'd be the whole thing. I think that's probably what would happen. Yeah. So since you're on the same wavelength as me, as you think it's probably not where everyone thinks, Mm -hmm. what area do you think that the treasure might be? I'm not familiar really with the U thing. Let me look it up. I was going to say, let's pop up the the maps. The googs, the googly mitts. Yeah, I'm just not super familiar with how far the Ute um, territory around this time was. So it kind of looks like northern Utah, southern Utah, not really southern, but kind of like central Utah into Colorado. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. That's like so much hilly, mountainy areas and forests. That's, that's tough. <laughs> I really don't know on this one. What are you thinking? I have two theories. Mm-hmm. One's ridiculous because I have to go there. Mm-hmm. Then the other one might make a little more sense. So my ridiculous theory, it's in the Mesa at Skinwalker Ranch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's under the Mesa with everything else. <laughs> That's not a bad one. <laughs> it's not super far away. No. Like from that area they're thinking anyways, just hear me out. Mm-hmm. You know, portals in Florida, Texas. Mm-hmm. And that's how they fill is in the Mesa and under the Mesa and shit. So what if they just, like, someone popped in and was just like, oh, hey, let's just throw the gold here. Let's take the gold. And then it disappeared. <laughs> so now it's somewhere in a different dimension. There you go. And that's why they can't find it. Because portals and vortexes. I Indeed. solved it. Boom. Congratulations. Thank you. I definitely think it would be by, you know, where a lot of these big rivers connect. They would have been able to get it all there. Yeah, or just follow it around. But I probably think it'd be closer into the Colorado areas. That's kind of what I think, too, is it'd be closer in the Mm -hmm. Colorado border area. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have that Colorado River that also goes into the Green River and that, which would all that would pass through that Camas stuff. But I, I would imagine they would have. Also, like, I really think they would have hidden most of it, you know, and left just a little bit behind. <laughs> you know what, though? Even if you hmm. went more up north, like, you could go That's more. Right. I, no one would think to look there because Colorado is an easy, you automatically think, oh, Colorado, because we did. Yeah. Why not Wyoming? That's true. Or that Idaho. Definitely be around that area, too. Uh-huh. And you could take the Green far. River mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. So I'm going to take more up north. Yeah, that might be it. And they they hired Bigfoot to carry all their gold. I had to get ridiculous <laughs> again. And that would also, I think, because more, when we think like here now, we think more Utes around that kind of northern mm-hmm. Utah area too. So yeah. I think that might be. I think, I think up north would be the way to look. Mm-hmm. Not where they're thinking here, but like more up north, closer to Wyoming or Idaho. Yeah, and I, I found a Ute territory map that shows a lot of the rivers. And I'm uh-huh. like, that, what you're saying, you just take the Green River yes. and mm-hmm. it takes you everywhere north pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a lot into Wyoming. Green River is like the Mississippi River Kinda, of, yeah. the nor- of our part of the world. <laughs> so, Mr. 
Phantom of Their Tracks. Yes. What that is, is <laughs> what is on your playlist? What's your soundtrack for your um gold finding adventure? Well, the first one I thought I'd do something a little literally outside the box, being that the artist that this song's from is named Eddie Box Senior. And it's a <laughs> it's actually a Ute Bear Dance song. It's really cool. Sweet. But I thought, like, why not um, give the youths that we're talking about some representation? Absolutely. They don't get enough of that. They need it. That and I've always loved native chants. And oh. when we would go to Tuila and watch the um, the big powwow things. And that. Absolutely. I love and going to the powwows. And so that. And then next we have Homestead is the song, but it's from the Assassin's Three, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Three, on the soundtrack uh-huh. by Lauren Balf, and that is a the main character in that one. Is that he's like half Native American, and then I think it's like a guy who's kind of based around like George Washington is in the is the main bad guy, <laughs> and so he's going back, you know, like reclaiming land and stuff. But the sound itself, when you the song when you hear it, is like you would think of a treasure hunting in these settings kind of thing. Yeah. And then, of course, we have the song, well, it's from the um, soundtrack to the show National Treasure with Nicolas Cage. (laughs) (laughs) But the song is called uh, Treasure by Trevor Robbins. Robbins. And so, yeah, I had to throw in something from like a national treasure kind of thing. You know? of it's a cool song. And then of course we have a dum 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 by uh well I forgot what the actual um song title is. But I it's don't by know. <laughs> it's by you know Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of South Park. Mm-hmm. You know, it is their Mormon song. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then my last one is from Red Dead Redemption 2. It's the song Unshaken by D'Angelo. That's in the game is when um, you're the main character and you have, well, I don't know, should I spoil a game that's really old? (laughs) Yes. We give spoilers for new things too, so it's fine. (laughs) But the main character, well, like one of the main characters for the most of the game. Yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah, Arthur. He gets a TB when he's um oh, yeah throughout the game and the, but to, towards the end when he comes back to the to the american um continent cuz i think they go to is it cuba or somewhere along there but he comes back and he he's pretty much done for but he's um about to go get this treasure stash that they have in the gang so he's also treasure hunting but like he's pretty much on the horse going back to find everyone and he's pretty much dying of it but it's a pretty good song oh i just love that game i want to play that game now <laughs> yeah this is a great I game might, i'm gonna play that as soon as we're done recording <laughs> yes that's all beat now it's just open world and it's just fun to just be in the mountains and almost get killed by cougars and bears and, and they wolves. have a, a nikola tesla character yeah like <laughs> i thought that was a cool thing uh, it's a really good game. <laughs> and that was your last one? Yep. So my soundtrack, my playlist for myself as I'm going to find the world's gold mine 
<laughs> with my Jason Momoa and, and uh, Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, he can just become Ash from the not The Walking Dead. Oh my God, I'm tired. The Evil Dead. Ah, <laughs> uh, Deadites, zombies, walkers, all those things. Only Deadites are more funny. He is the jack of all trades. <laughs> so the first one, because you know, religion is kind of in this mix. Is mm-hmm. I'm going with Spirit Box's Holy Roller. Holy Roller. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I like it. And then I'm going with um, Bad Omens, the gray, because, you know, things can be one way or the other, (laughs) but it's gray. (laughs) (laughs) And then next one, you know, because we can't just have nothing but metal. I need to break it down a little to have some, like, nice metal. (laughs) Nice metal. More rock, kind of metally rock, you know, more melodic. Um, VV Neon Nior. For those who don't know who VV is, um, he's the singer in him. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. And then I have to bring back my Rammstein because it's been a while since I brought them it on has. my list. And I feel full of shame for that. Shame. So I'm going to bring Angst because, you know, they're, they're probably angsty that you're taking gold. And disrupting things, I would mm-hmm. be. And even if you didn't know the value of it then, later on, or generations later, you know the value of it now. Yeah. Think so. <laughs> so you know, and because Lacuna Coil was in concert last night. Nice. That's a great band. Uh, so I got to bring up my list is a little longer because of this. So I'm I'm putting three songs. So the first one is. Lacuna Coil's Tightrope XX, which is like a re-envisioned version of their first one. Not quite a remix, because I hate remixes, but this one's a good... Like, I love the original, and mm-hmm. I love the this version. Mm-hmm. And I felt this version would definitely get me more motivated to find this treasure. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, another Lacuna Coil one, Layers of Time, because the treasure has been there layers of time and people have tried to find it. It's a good song. Uh, also, guys, just I love Lacuna Coil so much and Rammstein so much. I just, I would love to be sandwiched between them. <laughs> just to sandwich me, Italy and <laughs> Germany. Sandwich me! <laughs> so, the next Lacuna Coil song, Reckless, because finding treasure will make you reckless. Indeed. And then I had to do this very last one. Doesn't have anything to do with my lacuna coil. But this goes and brings out into it will roll into our silver fox, I should say. But I'm going with Coolio Fantastic Voyage because how going on a treasure hunt is a freaking fantastic voyage. (laughs) Hell yeah. Especially this one. (laughs) Oh yeah. You may or may not find anything, but it will be fantastic. <laughs> you might find Sasquatch. We don't know. Yeah, you probably would find that. Yeah, I think we'd probably find Bigfoot before we find the Rhodes Gold. Or it'd just be a skinwalker pretending to be Sasquatch. You know, that would be my luck. Lure you like, into a false sense of security. He's like, hey, he even's got the assless chaps that I'm wanting my Bigfoot <laughs> to wear. Like, he knows everything. And then he does this, and then, then like, he kills me, or, like, 
bites me or stabs me or whatever, and then I have to go to a medicine man that will get the holy ash stuff and, like, save me because I'll pretty much be poisoned and dying. And it's just it's a big, big mess. So I would prefer not to have a skinwalker become a Bigfoot to get me because that will make me sad. And that's a big mess I have to go through. And I, I just I don't want to deal with it. I haven't I even fixed my broken boat. I feel so deeply about this suddenly. It came from nowhere. And it's still nowhere. But yeah, fantastic voyage. But that was my last one. <laughs> if I got attacked by a skinwalker, that would not be a fantastic voyage. That would be a terrible, terrible voyage. That uh, would be the worst vacation by Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> Boom! Another song. Thank that you. would be a pretty terrible one. <laughs> But at least you know a movie's going to be made out of that one. So, Phantom of the Track. Indeed. I mean, yes. <laughs> All of the above. Who's our silver fox? The one and the only Julio Iglesias. No! That is no, not... No, Julio Iglesias oh, is actually where Julio got his name from. But Julio is cool. Yep. <laughs> no, you know, but that was, that was his actual nickname. When he started rapping, was Julio Iglesias. Named after the Spanish singer Julio Iglesias. Do you know that his real name is Artist Leon Ivy Jr.? That's a pretty cool name. He's a Leo. He was born August 1st. And he, I found this out when I picked the song and then I wanted him to be the Silver Fox. Mm -hmm. All right. So he has gorgeous high cheekbones, okay? They are immaculate. They're kind they of very prominent. prominent. Super prominent. Like some of the most prominent non-prosthetic cheekbones that are natural that I've ever seen. But they look good on him. He rocks it. So this high cheekbone Jesus has died <laughs> in September. Did you guys know this? She My was, whole world went wonky for a She was whole very hour. sad. Like. I, was, I was very sad that the world is now lacking a high cheekbone Jesus. Cool. But I can confirm she has liked him since we first heard Fantastic Voyage. It's true. Young. Sometimes when I wake up, my hair looks like his hair. Non-braids, <laughs> but it sticks up just the same. Is that grandma part of our genes? It's true. It's very, very That weird. really curly, thick hair. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then froey. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <gets> very froey. <laughs> I have terrible hair. We're just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Marcy can attest to that, but the stuff she has to go through to just slightly try and tame my hair. That's what happens when you give your hair PEDs, you know, like performance enhancing drugs with all that dying. You gave it well, you know, I got sick of it being a plain Jane. I think well, my I whole guess that life would be HEDs, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hair like, enhancing drugs. I feel... <laughs> I feel like a thickening serum would be like an enhancement because it makes it bigger. Well, I mean, you're enhancing. Yeah, but I'm changing. I'm pulling a Michael Jackson and I'm changing the color of my hair. <laughs> I see changes. Just kidding. Didn't <laughs> say he had that one condition. I don't remember. Either way, we're talking about Coolio, not Michael Jackson. <laughs> Coolio. I wasn't talking. I was talking about your hair. So I'm. I'm you were just way I off just, topic. I just took it a whole side other tangent. Place. <laughs> Always, it's, that's what we do best around here. So, he does great songs, of course, like 
Fantastic Voyage, Gangster Paradise, which Weird Al made Amish Paradise, which oh. Marcy found hilarious. And um, he also acts. Did you know that? Yes. In fact, he's a pretty good actor. I remember once really I was is. watching Malcolm and Eddie. Did you ever watch that show? <laughs> yep. And he was like a, an, an architect or something. And I was thinking about this when we took our little break. And <laughs> there was one episode where they were trying to buy a house from him or have him design their house. And simply because he put like hidden rooms and stuff, they purchased it. So I thought like you could hide treasures and stuff in there. <laughs> Hell yeah. With the secret rooms and everything. Absolutely. So what did you think about Dangerous Minds? I like that show. I love that show. I want to Although watch that. I watched a lot of those kind of shows like that came out in the 90s and that. So like, uh-huh. although they weren't always like huge, big movies like that one was, but there's a lot similar to it, but it was pretty good. I have the hots for Emilio. <laughs> the, the bad boy turned good, but turned good too late. <laughs> oh, and then Raul. Oh, was he Julio the one that the, pre- that the um, that the principal the just didn't give him the right yeah. time? Yeah. He had it bad. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I would have been old Raul Pinoan. He's a beautiful soul. <laughs> uh, so Coolio was also in Dracula 3000. Boom. <laughs> He was in, I think, Leprechaun and, in the Hood. And the Leprechaun in the Hood, yep. <laughs> and Daredevil. Really? Yep. And Pterodactyl. Nice. <laughs> and Midnight Mass. He was in Midnight Mass? What the hell? Midnight Mass. I'm not familiar with this. I think that was on Netflix. It was pretty good. He's in um, Judgment Day. The Covenant. Or the yeah, the, co- the convent. Oh my god, I can't talk. So I was like the covenant, that like wizard. Yeah, no, show? no, nice. <laughs> not that one. Uh, Coolio it was also rolls. like you mixed it with Dragon Ball Z. I think Coolio rolls was his own like. Uh... He was in Batman and Robin. Yep, three days to Vegas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing candy. He's Coolio. You're just in so many things, and now you're not alive. That but, is true. But your flawless cheekbones will forever. And, and we can't like look past the Keenan and Kel theme song. It's true. Uh, he his song was "Rolling with the Homies" was in Clueless. <laughs> Apparently, he had something in Space Jam. Your your countless grooviness has just cloaked the world uh, with not yeah. only your crazy braids Holy and God. cheekbones, but. 107 movies. That's not just an actor. That's he, like a serious actor. He's been in a whole lot. It's like Danny Trejo. <laughs> Future. He was Kwanzaa bot in Futurama. That's amazing. Yeah, you didn't know that. Even no. I knew that. Good old Kwanzaa bot. <laughs> I'm so influenced by everything right now. I want to watch him play everything all at once <laughs> once we're done recording. It's really hot in this spooky office tonight. Yeah, I had to turn off the air conditioner and the fan. Boy, it's hot. I know, and then we put the headphones on, so, like, the heat just sticks there, which is fine if it's winter, but it's not (laughs) because we live in a desert. (laughs) Yeah. It's sad. It's a hot time of the year. It is. 
Freak, if you know what I did last Friday night, the, oh, last yeah. Friday the 13th. That movie is really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Fat Beach, Red Water, mm. he's in those as well. VIP. Did you ever watch that series with Pamela Anderson? Uh, I don't think I did. Oh, Duck Man. Yeah. Duckman? <laughs> yeah, as himself. <laughs> of course, as himself. In Pursuit Perfume. Gangland. Dear God. Martin. Martin. Is that? Oh my God. He's in Submerged with uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wowza. Well, all right, world. So now it's your time to go find treasure respectfully. And the happy legally. hunting ground in the sky. Yep. Go, go find Coolio if you want to go find Coolio. Don't kill yourself, though. You know, <laughs> just if it happens naturally, then go find him. <laughs> don't, don't do anything to like speed up your process of death. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. We want to hear your theories on this Rhodes Gold Mine. Yeah. What do you think it is? And what would you take with you? Yeah. Two, pe- two people, a drink, something to eat, four objects. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, follow us, subscribe, like us, all those things. Message us if you want us to cover anything, or if you have a suggestion for a silver fox. Or a if you want episode to be would the be silver pretty fox. awesome. It really would. Some people, it's up to you. Message us. It could be on the socials. It could be on our Gmail. Whatever. <laughs> if you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Or, or Twitter. Or Twitter. Twitter us. <laughs> Tweet us. Uh, go to 801 Horror Zero Cult, C C U L T. Um, or you can also email us, which would be killer, mm-hmm. at 801 Horror Cult Vix at Gmail. So 801-H-O-R-R-O-R-C-U-L-T-V-I-X <laughs> at Gmail. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your stories. We we will totally tell those stories because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to hear that? You can hear our version of your story. Yes. It, it will, will be, be a real thing. weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people do listeners' tales? We'll be like, we're going to put a spin on yes. your tale. <laughs> this will be our version of your tale. <laughs> we'll be like the the modern art of your tale. Yes. Artistic um, expressions. It'll be beautiful. Also, follow us, subscribe, and rate us. A we, good rating, please. Please be kind. Yeah. Rewind. We want, like, two more listeners. <laughs> it would be lovely if there were at least two. Yeah, at least we'll get two there. more. We'll get there. It's... Marcy will show you her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> and Kira will show you her anti pentadies I am interrupting this one again for... What are we talking about next week? I will tell you what we're talking about next week. Um, Liberty Park murders that have to do with the race, the, the killers known as the racist killers. Um, his name is Joseph Paul Franklin, aka the Douche in News. Bye! Okay, thanks, guys.
That's it.